It's that time once more. It's Turbo Time. Turbo Drive Live. Here on Sega Sonic Radio. The number one source for Sonic music. Music. Hey there, people, and welcome to Turbo Drive Live here on Sega Sonic Radio with me, Turbo. Kickstarting your weekend into Turbo Drive. So here I am again, of course, for your weekend goodness of uh, Kickstartery. Yes, uh, that's another that's another word for the uh, you know uh, Turbo Diction Turbo Dictionary um, that I like to uh, that I'm currently producing uh, just now. So. Uh, there we go. So, yes. So, I hope you're all having a good weekend, or starting to have a good weekend, wherever you are. Uh, if you're still in school, then sucks to be you. But uh, nevertheless, I will try to keep it as mundane and uh, in- endurable for your, you know, giving time. But uh, yes. Um, <clears throat> but anyway. <laughs> Anyway, uh, so, yeah, 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 uh, totally lost my place now. <laughs> of course, I was in the IRC chat room, uh, for a wee bit, and, uh, there was a few people there, alive and kicking, and then once uh, someone left, uh, typical, kind of typical, but, uh, yes, I's in the IRC chat room, of course, and, uh, there are several people lurking around and uh, taking up the broadband bandwidth, I guess, you know, and uh, just loitering around. But yeah, uh, and of course I'm one of them as well. Typical. Never mind. So, let's kick uh, kick the show into, into gear, right? Well... We got Sonic News Rewind coming up very shortly on the show. Um, quite a bit of uh, Sonic News has arisen, or risen, uh, in the past couple of days. So we'll go over it. And with, uh, what was it, uh, Turbo Source Impressions. Uh, hmm. I think it did have something. Did have some, no, I did say I was going to... Oh, sorry. Uh, I did say I was going to... Um, what was it? Uh, go over the Wii version of Kelowna. But I still get to play it, so I can't give you my Turbo Source, Turbo Source impressions on that yet. However, I do have something in mind to talk about for Turbo Source impressions. And it might be it might be something that a lot of other people might be uh, wanting me to talk about as well. Seeing that it was the hot topic uh, during um, Radio Redux and whatnot, and it actually has pa- you know it wasn't actually happening during Radio Redux last Sunday, um, but uh, it happened after it. I'll probably talk about it and you know go into detail and say how it's like ugh. But yeah, um, moving on. So we've got uh, up next for kind of like a for your listening pleasure. I was going through certain things, and this is obviously related to one of the recent news stories that has just hit the internet 
in the, the past uh, 24 hours, or three hours uh, in my case. But um, here is uh, from the Sonic Adventure 2 uh, soundtrack. Uh, That's the way I like it from Metal Harbor. I really like Metal Harbor's, uh, you know, song as such. It's, it is actually a very cool song. Uh, very underrated, uh, I would think. Uh, for many people, because many people obviously they they know Escape from the City and this that and the next thing, but no, Metal Harbor still uh, probably one of the better songs that I like in the Sonic Adventure 2 soundtrack on its own, um, not compared to anything else on the soundtrack or anything you know done in the series. So enjoy this uh, a very short, quick uh, transition to uh, Turbo's first impr- uh, uh, Sonic News Rewind on Turbo Drive Live. Only on Sega Sonic Radio. Yeah. Time for Sonic News Rewind here on Turbo Drive Live. So I hope you're doing well and getting 
up to speed with all the Sonic news, because I don't know where you've been for the last week or so, but uh, there was pretty much something that was being whacked on the head many times over uh, that was going to be happening on Thursday. It's like Thursday, the day before, you know, the day that comes uh, before, uh, you know, that's after Wednesday and comes before Friday. Yes. Uh, because <laughs> through the uh, through the week, Sega was was going on and on about on about something big hitting the official Sonic Facebook fan page, um, to some something related to Sonic's 20th anniversary. And what we got was a teaser trailer uh, of a new Sonic title for the Xbox 360 and PS3 that will somehow take um, have the Sonic that we know today and pair him up with the Sonic of yesteryear as in the old older design Sonic chubbier black eyes same red red shoes though and belt buckles and whatnot but uh, other than that pretty much essentially the same character <laughs> and um yeah interesting I mean I'm not I'm not I'm not holding my breath but uh you know um it's in- interesting nonetheless um from now of course it is only a teaser trailer I mean it's exactly how they kind of revealed Sonic Colors, essentially, with just the one teaser trailer that uh, was very brief and had Sonic and Tails in it. They were running, and obviously, you know, they see the wisps and the different colors and shapes of them, and then they go off faster than Sonic and. They form the form Sonic's name in their in their colors, and then they fly at the screen, and then it's Sonic colors. And there we go. And essentially, it's that this new trailer is pretty much essentially it's like uh, Sonic running through this beta build mock-up of uh, Green Hill Zone, which at one point uh, when I was reading at some of the some of the news stories, and I watched Hard News, uh, they showed. Or well, uh, Jared, who is now hosting Hard News just now, uh, says that uh, what was it? Uh, it was like a snow-covered Green Hill Zone. I'm sorry, but I don't think that was supposed to be snow. It's no. I didn't think it was snow-covered. You know, I just thought, hey, it's it's just like a bit of beta-coded Green Hill Zone <laughs> with rock with a rock formation that's very bland. It, basically, it looks, to me, it looks like the beta-coding for so- uh, Sonic Team's Hedgehog engine. It, it looks like the landscape for, from the, the kind of, like, test showing of the Hedgehog engine, which I, that's how I see it. But, um... Yeah, it was on that. Sonic was the Sonic that we know today. You know, um, obviously he's running around doing the doing the flips, doing the baseball slides, doing the loop de loops and whatnot. And then he jumps into the air, and guess who's 
jumping right beside him is the old Sonic. The old, uh, old style Sonic. And uh, that's going to be interesting of how they're going to incorporate a game with, you know, both the original Sonic and the old Sonic uh, there. Um, plus, it is a 360 and PS3 title only so far. So, plus, it's also coming in 2011, which is expected. Although, I won't expect it to be released in in the summer. Um, mainly because that's only two months away. So, two or two or three months away. So, I would not expect that to happen. Um. In hindsight, I think it would probably be just, you know, um, again, like like a November release at least. You know, it's it, I wouldn't expect much from it. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I mean, I'm not holding my breath. I'm only a lot of people were like. Uh, we're going. Uh, you know, they're kind of like going. Oh, oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! And it's like they're totally like pissing their pants with excitement and whatnot. And I was like, uh, well, we don't really have anything to work with right now. I mean, yeah, you've got Sonic, uh, Sonic New and Sonic Old side by sides, having a little, you know, running through this mock up version of Green Hill or Emerald Hill and whatnot, and, you know, they run it, run at the screen, and it gives us a, you know, gives us a, you know, a year, <laughs> and what formats this game is going to be coming out, but, uh, other than that, nothing else, nothing else is there, um, there's no official title of the game, we only know it as Sonic's 20th anniversary game, um, uh, there's no gameplay. There's no nothing. There's th- there's nothing talked about it. I'm basically going to say that they're obviously gonna use the same uh, aspect of gameplay from Sonic Colors because that didn't really that didn't break the game. But that that has that isn't a broken mechanic at all. Um, I mean, obviously you can't use the color system uh, like the colors power up system, but. Um, who knows? Maybe we might see old returning classics of uh, old power-ups, like the Flame Shield or the, uh, you know, uh, uh, the, the the Electric Shield or the Bubble Shield or uh, the Gold Shield or, uh, you know, the Homing Shield uh, or something or something like that. I don't know, because obviously, some aspects from Old Sonic to New Sonic, Old Sonic can't do certain things than so- uh, that New Sonic won't could do. Like, for example, obviously you saw the running animations for both hedgehogs, and the old one had to kept keep on moving his arms. <laughs> he didn't do the whole thing, same thing as, you know, what uh, New Sonic does, is putting his arms behind his back. <laughs> but, uh, I know I'm being nitpicky, but uh, but no, I think uh, what they might do was obviously is have certain power-ups return for Sonic to use, uh, old Sonic, uh, um, 
where, you know, obviously, because Old Sonic didn't actually know a homing attack or anything like that, uh, they might bring back, they might bring a homing shield for Sonic. Who knows? Uh, Old Sonic. And various other power-ups. And, you know, might be interesting. Who knows? You know. Um, we'll see when when more information is more uh, released about it. But uh, right now, I'm not holding my breath. It's kind of it's kind of an interesting uh, uh, thing. But at least, and this is the thing here, at least they're actually putting effort into celebrating Sonic's 20th anniversary. Why? Because I was looking back at Mario's history. And I was kind of like, okay, which game was actually celebrating Mario's 20th anniversary? Uh, and apparently, the o- the only game that was celebrating Mario's 21st, uh, 20th anniversary, from my recollection, was Mario Kart on the DS. I'm sorry, Nintendo, but that's not really a the greatest game to celebrate Sonic, uh, celebrating your mascot's, you know, uh, legacy by creating a game that you've kind of done two times over already, just with new characters and new tracks and whatnot. It's not really a franchise game that that will actually celebrate a brand, but uh, but no. Um, but I like what Sega is trying to do. Is obviously to try and celebrate Sonic's anniversary with style and actually create a game to celebrate the history of Sonic the Hedgehog. And of course it's a major uh, milestone for the for the franchise's kind of like history. Uh, get, I mean, who, who did anyone actually think that Sonic the Hedgehog itself as a franchise would have actually gotten um you know to 20 years? Seriously, even even with all the hardship that that Sonic has gone through, all the pain and suffering, all the kind of like the bad games, Sega going under out of the out of the console market, everything, every bad thing that had happened to him, did anyone actually expect Sonic to live this long? No. So it's kind of cool that Sega is actually going back to actually celebrating. The whole twenty years, the whole twenty, the whole nine yards, pretty much. Uh, but yeah, I know, I know, Nintendo doesn't know how to celebrate Mario's anniversaries um, in style, anyway, in terms of a new game. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, just like what they did for the 25th anniversary, release a um, release a, a special edition console. In fact, two special edition consoles and a game that was already released ages ago with just shitty little thingies. Not actually producing an actual game celebrating the history, you know, an actual proper game celebrating the history. I mean, even last year, during Mario's 25th anniversary, they couldn't have the balls, the balls, to celebrate Mario's 25th anniversary by putting in the best Mario games 
in a big collection. Like, obviously, the first three... Uh, in fact, All-Stars and Mario 64. A little touch-up for the Wii. Like, uh, obviously not the N64 virtual console version, but a little touch-up. You know, just like what they did for the DS. They touched that up a little bit and put it onto the DS. They couldn't do that. You know, they couldn't find the time to, you know, just touch that up a little more. I know they had Super Mario Galaxy, and I know uh, Super Mario Galaxy 2, oh, that was fantastic. And New Super Mario Bros. Wii, oh, glorious. But they couldn't actually celebrate the history overall. You know, just something. It's just it's just something I, I expect, you know, uh, Nintendo to do a little better. Than with some of their games, and Nintendo's a, and Mario's a, a perfect example of how you know they don't really tend to kind of like put much effort into celebrating uh, their kind of like uh, you know their kind of like love for the franchise, except for a release of a game that kind of had. You know, it was quite well accepted back in the day, but, you know, it's just something. Just like, it's like, uh, yeah, re-release the game on, uh, you know, make a ROM, pretty much, off uh, an old game, put it on a CD that's compatible for the Wii, and throw in a book and and a soundtrack, and a very abysmal soundtrack for that matter. Yeah, and it's like that. That's 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 a great way of celebrating Mario's 25th anniversary. Top notch. Yeah, just perfect. Uh, so yeah, that that that's just me. But with Sonic's 20th 20th anniversary, we'll see what happens. And uh, anyway, I mind. Uh, never mind about that. Uh, right. Do-do-do. Also, I'm seeing quite... uh, (laughs) I'm just seeing some Twitter updates from uh, Sega Bits. Which is kind of uh, distracting. Uh, yeah, so... the, the The teaser trailer, don't expect much. I mean, it's visually impressive... Fair enough, but it doesn't actually show you anything, and it doesn't actually answer anything. It just raises more questions, you know. Um, and that's why I hate about teaser trailers, especially Sonic teaser trailers. They always raise more questions than answers, and I really hate that. But anyway, moving on to other news before I sidetrack any more, and this show's got to be over by, you know, in several minutes. Um... Uh, news about Sonic uh, Adventures uh, or the Sonic Adventure original soundtrack 20th, 20th anniversary edition has been delayed to the to the 18th of May. Uh, this is covered by Amazon and YesAsia.com, or well Amazon.co.jp and uh, YesAsia.com, and those two uh, well uh, well. Those two websites are saying that it's been pushed back to uh, the 18th of May. 
fair enough. Still nothing to do, no cover art or whatever, I think, uh, from what I've heard, uh, or seen, even. Uh, I, there's still I, there's still no informa- no more information about uh, the actual contents of the album, uh, the kind of like album in question, but hopefully more information will be uh, released soon. Uh, but speaking of official soundtracks, the Sonic Adventure 2 of original so- uh, soundtrack 20th anniversary edition has also been revealed by the same websites, and they are saying that it's going to be coming out a day after Sonic's uh, Sonic, you know, Sonic's uh, anniversary, the 23rd of uh, June. So it's going to be the 24th of uh, June. That uh, the Sonic Adventure 2 original soundtrack 20th anniversary edition will be released. So, yes. And finally, in community news, Power Sonic, which is a website I did not know existed, uh, is 10 years, 10 years online and strong. Uh, it is a Brazilian, Brazilian Sonic the Hedgehog fan site um, that is obviously uh, has been. That launched their website back in 2001, um, which is ki- kind of ironic because the Sonic Stadium's kind of like, well, they the Sonic Stadium celebrate its uh, 10th anniversary last year. So, yeah, um, you know, we're just surprised that uh, some of these kind of like uh, websites are are still going strong after. You know, um, after nearly kind of like being online for like ten years and whatnot, it's kind of kind of impressive. I do say so. Although TSS, pfft, yeah, TSSZ, really, pfft, yeah, they say they've got twelve years on on their belts, and yeah, seriously, twelve years. Yeah, I'm not buying that. <laughs> twelve years, my ass. Anyway, um. That's pretty much all the news there for you. And right. So, yes. Uh, anyway. <laughs> A lot of people kind of popping in and out of the IRC chat room. Which is kind of normal, obviously. But, uh... With that... I was going through some of the some of some of the songs that I not really play too often from certain albums, and one album I've not really listened to mostly because well most of it's not very good is the loser uh, loser fan um, you know oh what was it. Uh, Yeah, the Loser Sega Genesis Tribute album, which um, I've not really heard much of, but uh, I was going through it a little bit, and I found a track called Level Complete Plus Title Streets of Rage, uh, done by Nez Tengu, and... It's actually not bad, actually. It's not... Not not a bad uh, done uh, uh, remix. 
as such. So I'm going to play this in for our Turbo's first impressions. Uh, or going, going, taking us into Turbo's first impressions. And I will see you on the other side. And of course, uh, I did forget, if you had any Sonic requests, by all means send them in. Uh, I... So, yeah. Alright. Uh, oh, that might... <laughs> I'm just seeing the current request that just came in for me just now, and that's going to be difficult to find if I don't actually have it. I don't think it actually got... I don't think it was added into any of the soundtracks or anything. I don't know. Uh, hard to say. Well, I'll see. I'll see if I can find it. If not... Uh, sadly, won't be able to do anything about it. <laughs> I'll just have to wing it. But, nevertheless... Oh, ha ha, Hogfire. Hey, if you want to hear that song, just watch Russell Howard's Good News. Because it's getting it's getting a lot of attention on there right now. But anyway... Uh, yes, uh... What was it? Love Complete Plus Title, Streets of Rage, Remix, blah blah blah. <laughs> so um, yeah, enjoy and see you on the other side for Sonic News Re- uh Well, Turbo's first impressions on Turbo Drive Live only on Sega Sonic Radio. Yeah.
Turbo's first impressions. Right, welcome back to Turbo Drive Live. It's time for Turbo's first impressions here on Sega Sonic Radio. So, Turbo's first impressions this week. What can it be? Well, I did give you a hint at earlier in the show talking about that it was talked about on Radio Redux last week. Now, of course, Hogfather, being the idiot he was, um, said that it was going to be about ponies. Why the hell would I talk about fucking ponies? Seriously. So, <laughs> I'm not an idiot. I'm a moron. Sorry, I'd say that. If you don't, if you if you didn't get that reference, then you do not watch that guy with the glasses uh, enough. Then, uh, but yeah, I'm gonna be talking about uh, WrestleMania, (laughs) WrestleMania 27, that uh, came around. uh, this 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 week, um, oh dear, it was bad. Mostly, it was bad. Um, if you if you're not a big wrestling fan, then by all means, uh, by all means, you can go away now because I'm gonna be talking about this for a good fifteen minutes, um, and talking about how how really really badly booked. WrestleMania was, and um, in terms of ver- various things, and I've got to spoil a lot of it. If you haven't watched WrestleMania 27 yet, by all means, don't listen to me because I'm gonna ruin it all for you. And if you haven't watched, and if you want an even better opinion of what WrestleMania 27 was like, I suggest going to Wrestle Wrestle and listening to. Um, um, listening to Spoonie and his brother Miles's, uh, or well, Noah and Miles's uh, review of uh, WrestleMania 27, and uh, you know, pretty much get it from probably <laughs> more greater uh, critical uh, view, you know, viewpoints than obviously mine. But with uh, WrestleMania 27, it. It was overall. I mean, first of all, I was trying. I was having problems trying to watch the event live, uh, meaning that I missed the first bit, the first hour of it, which uh, I didn't really miss much. Um, only missed one match, and the first match, the first match of the evening, was a title match, a world heavyweight title match, with Edge and. Some guy that I can't remember his name is. He's Mexican. I don't know. But, uh... Uh... And... I was surprised that a World Heavyweight Championship title match... Oh, Alberto Del Rio. Yeah. I ha- I thought it was Del Rio somewhere, but... But anyway... Um... A world heavyweight title match at the start of WrestleMania. Oh no, the very start? 
the very start was actually taken up by The Rock for a good five or seven minutes. Usually, usually, when WrestleMania starts up, you know, they usually have a, a good presentation. But no, this was The Rock's WrestleMania. It had to be about him, you know. So, he gets to start WrestleMania his way. And I can tell you, it wasn't all that inspiring. I mean, Jillian Garcia's like singing at WrestleMania was way better than The Rock doing, you know, uh, one well, uh, then The Rock trying to pump up the crowd for WrestleMania. It's like way better. I mean, you know. <laughs> you know, if I wanted a promo from The Rock, I'd probably try and just watch Wrestle, uh, like, Raw or, I don't know, any of the promos he's done in the past 20 years or something. Okay, maybe not 20 years, but the last 10 years, possibly. Um. Oh yeah, and John just uh, John the GT ner- uh, GD, GT gamer in the IRC chat, chat room also just pointed out that he's got to be in the Fast and Furious uh, Five, which I am very surprised not. Uh, Hogfather, Jillian Garcia hasn't worked at WWE for the last two years. But, uh, she got fired ages ago. But, um, what was it? Um, no. <laughs> yeah, but obviously, The Rock's been, you know, The Rock has another movie as well, faster, that I've seen advertised as well. It's, it's crazy, you know, the amount of advertisement for all these movies he's doing now. It's crazy, it's absolutely crazy. And of course, his cameo in, um, uh, the other, what was it? The other men or the other guys? Uh, the other, I think it's called the other guys. Where he he's a cop partnered up with Samuel Jackson, and they're not the core duo we're focusing on. It's the other duo, the other guys, or something. And that was just an absolute waste of his f- absolute waste of time that cameo really in all honesty just as wasteful as Arnold Schwarzenegger's cameo in the in the rundown or uh, welcome to the jungle as it or welcome to the jungle as what it was called here in the UK it was just as bad as that um but anyway enough about the rock because frankly you know Nothing. I don't want to go into more detail. Uh, the matches, most were just luck la- lackluster. Um, I mean, Eddie, uh, what was it? Um, uh, Rey Mysterio versus Cody Rhodes uh, was kind of interesting, but how it's all portrayed, where 
uh, Ray Mysterio injured Cody Rhodes' face, and he had to get reconstructed surgery and whatnot. And he's and Cody Rhodes always has to hide his ma- mask, hide his face now. But the thing is, is that he wears a plastic, clear, see-through mask. Why? If he, if you want people to not see your face, cover the fucking shit in black. Paint or something. Like, black paint. Anything. Anything to just hide the fact that it's trying to cover something. You know? Because when we actually see his face, there's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing There's nothing wrong about his face at all. Maybe it's a little banged up. That's it. But other than that, it's not that hit, hideously confined or anything like that. Yeah, so I do, it's obviously a very stupid and very poorly done um, kind of like plot development for Cody Rhodes' character in the ring uh, because they just they gave him a bloody clear clear see-through mask, which is kind of lame. Um, if they wanted another Kane ripoff, the, or even worse, uh, that of like a. Abyss from TNA and whatnot. You know, that's... that's ugh, stupid. Um, uh, probably the worst match that I uh, saw at WrestleMania, I think, was the, the, the tag match. The eight-man tag match uh, against The Core, which was a new faction that I heard of that ha- apparently has the tag team titles and the intercontinental title. And they were going up against four random superstars. Big Show, Kane, um, Kofi Kingston, and um, uh, Santino Marella, who's who's still a dick. Um, And the match only lasted about two minutes. Literally two minutes. It was absolutely abysmal. It's like, oh god, that it's like if if there was money wasted on WrestleMania, that was the match that wa- that was the match that wasted the most money, really. In all honesty, um. Uh, what was it? Um, just trying trying to remember through half of the matches now. Uh, oh yes, uh, Nexus leader. What was it? Uh, uh, CM Punk. Who I'm really disappointed of how CM Punk it, Punk Punk's character is like now um, in in the ring. Where he's trying to be the whole straight edge kind of thing. Where, whereas he actually started in the ECW line of of uh, the WWE, the 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 reinvisionary of ECW, and I'm kind of think he's trying to do this whole straight edge kind of crap. That shit's not flying with me, with you. 
you know, because frankly, you're not the kind of person who kind of like is like, oh, we're straight edge, we do the things the right way, and blah blah blah. And it's like, no, you don't have that character. You don't have the right, you know, kind of like outlook or like uh, the the right kind of like vision of a person who actually is straight edge. You know, um, and he was going up against, ah, uh, who was it? Uh, you see, this is how um, this is how forgettable some of these matches are because you don't even know who people who who some of these people are going up against. Uh, it was oh, Randy Orton. That's it, and it was all because Randy Orton punted CM Punk in the head two years ago. Yay! Like, like no one wants to get frickin' retribution on Randy Orton uh, for punting them in the head. And, and of course, Spoonie has said this before, and it's like, why is Orton trying to be a babyface when he's not being a heel? Because his motives, all of his motives, and his kind of like, you know, kind of like explanations for why he... You know why he'll continue to punt people's heads are heelish, and Spoonie is cover and Spoonie's covered this, and I don't know why, and I have no reason why this match actually came around, other than just CM Punk looking for retribution. It's totally pointless. Um. The Undertaker versus Triple H match. Uh, the streak. It was all right, and of course, tri- uh, Undertaker held this streak, which is fantastic, nineteen and zero. But I'm seriously thinking that that is either going to be the last match the Undertaker will have at WrestleMania, meaning that he will be undefeated at WrestleMania, or they plan on doing his last match at WrestleMania, letting him get twenty and zero. And thus ending his career right there. Um, um, I I personally don't know because I think really during the match, during like seeing Triple H and Undertaker, two veterans of the you know of uh, WWE, going th- going through it, and they were tired. They were really tired and they're really going out out on each other. I mean, half of them, like th- a quarter of the match was pretty much them lying on the floor most of the time. Um, it's it was quite at times it was quite boring of them just lying on the floor. But of course, they were constantly doing kind of like major moves on them. Like Triple H did three pedigrees and a tombstone pile driver. On the Undertaker, and he, obviously they still kept going with even after that. Um, and Undertaker finished finished the match off with a Hell's Gate submission, uh, which is probably the most effective submission hold he's ever had available in his arsenal for quite a while. And he only he only introduced that like two two years ago, two or three years ago. So um, yeah, it's definitely something that he hasn't had. As a a finishing move, that often he's he's usually you know 
uh, you know, it's usually a thing. Um, Hogfather's going nuts in the RC chat room. <laughs> uh, uh, don't know why he's going all JR on. <laughs> don't know why he's gone all JR in the RC chat room. Um, but anyway, um, a very abysmal mixed tag match was afterwards, which I'm not going to talk about because it was absolutely pants. It was almost as bad. It was almost as pants as the um, the um, uh, what was it? The uh, what was it? The four eight man tag. Um, and the last match of the uh, the last match of the night, we started the we started the night with a champion with a big title match. Now we end the night with a big title match, and it was a big letdown because it was the Miz versus John Cena for the WWE Championship, and it was terrible. It was absolutely abysmal, and it originally and it originally. Ended in a countout, and you knew fine that that was not how the sh- how the show would end at all. Oh yeah, I totally forgot about uh, uh, Jerry the King, Laura, and Michael Cole's match as well. And frankly, I did, and I forgot it for good reason because it was also crap. <laughs> Even though I had. Stone Cold Steve Austin as the referee. It was still crap. No doubt about it. But, um... But, yeah. The last match. Oh, God. It was just terrible. You know. And John Cena... Um... It's like, it was just stupid. (laughs) Uh... Yeah... What is it? Um, uh, the Rock came down. He restarted the match, only f- for him to do a rock bottom on John Cena and let Miz get the win, which was typical, really typical. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean. It it's not a fantastic series. It, it was not a fantastic WrestleMania. I have seen better WrestleManias as a whole, as in better WrestleManias. I mean, the WrestleManias that had Money in the Bank, like late, tables, ladders, and chairs matches, uh, hardcore matches, and uh, kind of like it's just WrestleMania this year was really, really down on, really pussified um, this year. In terms of like, of not much action being involved, um, not much, not 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 that many good matches to begin with anyway, and very poorly booked um, overall. And obviously, it was all on the kind of like on the coattails of The Rock being the host of WrestleMania, but he only made three appearances. In the entire show, uh, one at the beginning, 
one in the middle where he was doing a segment with uh, the women's champion Diva uh, and uh, at the end obviously um, to restart the championship match that was it Um, of course even though he was the host of Wrestlemania he didn't come in he didn't go come back when Cole and Jerry Kinglor Jerry Jerry Kinglor actually won first time but then the anonymous general manager of Raw turned the decision and said that Cole won the match which was absolutely shite and uh, and obviously when The Rock came down to restart the championship match the general manager was giving out an e- he was sending an email and obviously it was like bling diddling and it was like okay then um Rock why didn't you do this first time I mean we could have seen this done first time because we didn't have to deal with this crap you know but uh, no no it's it totally bad you know it's like yeah Rock's host of Wrestlemania but he doesn't do fuck all you know he only comes at the very last it was just mainly the whole thing with him and John Cena and of course, the Raw the following night, um, they had their they had their little talk, they had their little thing. But of course, the Rock and John Cena want to do their thing at next year's WrestleMania. Oh joy, oh joy of joys! I wonder how long that will be promised. Seriously, I don't think that. I don't know if they'll actually last too uh, too long for them to actually sit, actually put the time and effort. Actually, waiting so long until April first next year uh, for The Rock and John Cena to go head to head at WrestleMania, and that's gonna be so bloody good because John Cena is the most awesomest wrestler of all time. Nah, nah, of course not. He's not. He's not the fantastic. He's not the best wrestler of all time. You know that. I know that. And uh, he's only good when people know. And of course, the the match at WrestleMania was a blatant example of that because John Cena he didn't know what to do. He didn't know what to do with the Miz because the Miz didn't know what to do either. They're both guys who work on the other to help make the match good, and. Of course, they couldn't see that. Both of them couldn't see that. They couldn't get that from one another. So, yeah, they were pretty much in no man's land. The entire time. Uh, but, of course, with Rock Rock and Cena, bloody hell, Rock will be carrying the entire match the entire time. Yes. That will, that will literally be what will happen at WrestleMania uh, next year with that. But, overall, WrestleMania 27 was an absolute bore. The only good match was possibly the uh, the Taker Taker versus uh, Triple H match, and that was a given because mainly whenever you see the Undertaker, you want him to stay there. You know, you want him to keep the streak going. You want him to get to you know. You want him to be undefeated. You want to see him be undefeated every time, and that's the that's the key. That's the key thing that's actually that sells WrestleManias. If if the Undertaker's on the card, you want to see him be undefeatable. You want him to win. You want to see him win at WrestleMania again and again and again until you know it gets to a certain milestone. And I want to see him to win 
his last match at WrestleMania to have a 20-0 winning streak and end it there. And end it at that. You know, I want him to see to get to... I want him to get to 20-0 if he's got to go to WrestleMania next year. If he's even around. Because frankly, the guy... The guy is in his possibly late 50s, early 60s now. And he needs to retire. I mean, he's been working for the company for over 20 years. And frankly, the guy needs to retire. Uh, Mark Calloway, um, who portrays the Undertaker, he just needs he needs to retire, man. I mean, he can't he can't keep going, you know. Honest, in all honesty. So yeah. Um, so yeah. Overall, WrestleMania. Overall, it was just terrible. Uh, the only good thing was the one match that I told you. There you go. Simple as. So yeah. Right. And that's pretty much the show. I I did have something else to talk about, um, which was uh, Scott Rail. <laughs> Scott Rail, they're dicks, um, because uh, my travel plans for uh, my travel plans to go down for Summer Sonic this year, which by the way, so far still happening, still happening on the weekend after Sonic's birthday, which is the twenty fifth, twenty fifth of uh, of June. Uh, that's a Saturday, so, and I've got my travel plans down, but uh, it's a lot more expensive than it was last year, which uh, I'm kind of disappointed. Uh, which is kind of typical, really. It's like apparently that weekend was busy as all hell. I mean, people wanted to be wanted to go down that weekend. I don't know what else is happening during that weekend, but by God, a lot of people want to get, get, a lot of people want to get down that weekend, um, I'm guessing it's because it's holidays during that period, like, for, for Scottish, Scottish citizens, uh, Scottish people, that's the holiday period starting, and people want to go, out, you know, get out of the country, get down south, have some party time, stuff like that, so, but yeah, it's it, trying to get back up is even more. Um, I ended up paying eighty quid, uh, ninety quid for the train back, uh, which is not as bad as what it normally is. But still, I still would have liked a better deal. Um, which apparently uh, everyone bought those special deal tickets. You know, the ones that could have been like twenty quid or thirty quid. If it's like 30 quid, I, yeah, I would have been fine with. 50 quid, that's the maximum budget one that you could get. But uh, even those were sold out. Which I, I'm very disappointed with. So. But no. And spending a little bit more than, than normal. Uh, so yeah. Uh. So yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, I'm I was just disappointed in that, and I just wanted to share that to you. And of course, I'm gonna try to save as much as possible because I really need to save. I really need to save money <laughs> if I want to get the games that I want to get and be a- able to help out at Summer Sonic as well. You know, 
<laughs> I need to save as much money as possible. Right. Uh, anyway, I will be needing to head off now. And uh, I will leave you... Now, of course, I was given a request saying that... Um, oh, please play uh, Green Hill Zone. Uh, the Sonic Adventure 2 version. And sadly, I don't have the Sonic Adventure 2 version. Why? Because that was part of the Sonic Adventure... Uh, well, actually, no. I don't think it was part of... No, it was, it was available on the uh, Sonic Adventure 2 Dreamcast version. Yeah, so... I uh, don't know what I'm talking about, but... Um, no. Uh, uh, Green, uh, Green Hill Zone... I apparently I don't have a Sonic uh, Sonic Adventure 2 version of the song, which is quite awkward. But nevertheless, I will just uh, play the original and best. Personally, I I I see it as the best in all in all honesty. But uh, hey, you know that's just me. So yeah. So I will see you all guys next week, and hope you have a good weekend and or holidays, depending on where you are, uh, because some people are on half-term holidays this week. And um, yes, I will see you all next time. Don't forget, obviously, this weekend, uh, this Sunday, in fact, uh, you do have uh, ECU Airways at six six o'clock, I believe. And um, Radio Redux at 7 o'clock. Hopefully with more hijinks and uh, ruffle mouths. Or ruffle copters in the background. Or ice cream trucks as it was like last year, <laughs> last week. So, um, yeah. And, yeah. Um, do check the listings for all the shows happening. You know, because they're always on either on Twitter or on the SSMB and... On the radio radio.sonicstadium.org website, which is the Sega Sonic Radio website as well. So yeah, always check it out. But until then, I will see you all next time, same place, same time, only here on Sega Sonic Radio. It's Turbo Drive Live, kickstarting your weekend every weekend, every Friday, until the end of time, or whenever I get bored. Anyway, whichever comes first. Right. See you next time, people. Bye-bye.
Thanks for listening to Triple Drive Blind. Only on Sega Sonic Radio. The number one source for Sonic music.